Joe Biden celebrates Pride Month by demonizing 90% of the country. The Canadian government screwed up, so of course, they want more power and money and think they deserve it. And Mabel the soccer mom has been defined as a domestic terrorist by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Yay. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Happy Friday. Yay, it's Friday. Um, so... Tucker Carlson released a brand new episode, his second episode, and it was a good one. It was all about taboos, and it was really great in that he said that taboos, unlike what we're taught, taboos are good, and we need to embrace and hold our taboos. And he was talking specifically about pedophilia. And I've been saying this if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I've been saying this for years. This is the road we're heading down, is legalizing sex with kids. That's where we're going. Um, You can see it. We're sexualizing the kids like crazy. And he's talking specifically about pedophilia. And then he goes, he does what Tucker does. He goes off into UFOs and weird shit like that. It was a really good... If you have a Twitter account, you need to go on Twitter and you need to watch it. I'm even thinking of putting the entire uh, the entire uh, segment on Rumble so that you can see it on Rumble because I'm not completely sure if he is on Rumble. But it was a really good episode. And, and by the way, this is exactly why... Um, this is exactly why Fox News deserves to get screwed. I mean, this guy has thoughts. Okay, it is on Rumble. So if you do want to see it, go to go to Rumble. Um, just type in Tucker Carlson, and it'll be there. So it is it is on Rumble. But watch watch him. He's just got insight. He's very deep. I don't agree with everything Tucker Carlson says, but he is without a doubt, the most interesting person on Fox News. And I'm telling you right now, Fox News, they're getting killed. This could be the end of cable news. Now, Fox News is leading everybody as far as viewership. But, but they are down something like 30%. They are really down by a lot. And it's simply because people are just tired of it. They, they like this guy. You guys kicked him off. You know, they were complaining that Sean Hannity is down by like 400,000 viewers. Well, yeah, he's down by 400,000 viewers because Tucker was on. Tucker handed off to Sean and then people would just keep watching. I did that. I would watch Hannity just because I didn't change the channel. Not that I'm interested in Hannity. I'm not. He's way too partisan for me. Contrary to popular belief, I'm not that right wing where I can sit there and watch a a staunch conservative like Sean Hannity. I I don't. I don't watch Laura Ingram either, even though she's more tolerable. But Fox News is getting killed. They deserve to get killed. They still have not addressed his firing. Now he's on Twitter and he's getting 100 million views. He's getting more views on Twitter than he did all week at Fox. So good for him. Keep it up. All right, um, other, this is some other great news. Bud Light has been dethroned in the United States as the highest-selling beer. Modelo replaced them. Now, I, I heard this news this morning, and I walked... You know, mind you, they have lost 
20, they have lost over $30 billion in sales. They are down 25% as far as their sales go. Awesome. And they get what they deserve. This is the company that decided to make Dylan Mulvaney a spokesman for their beer. When in fact, most people that drink their beer are straight white men. So they got what they deserved. F them. So Modelo has replaced them, and I was at AMPM this morning getting my coffee, and I decided to go take a look at the beer racks. Now, one of the reasons it's important for Budweiser to remain number one is because of shelf space. I didn't know this was the issue, but apparently it is. So I went in, and usually Bud gets an entire cabinet in a refrigerator. Yeah, they've been cut down to three shelves. So... Bud Light is getting killed. This is, I can see this now. I'm curious to go to the liquor store and see what's going on in that store to see how much they've been cut down. But Budweiser is getting murdered right now. So, you know, here's the thing. All they have to do is apologize. All they have to do is go online, go on Twitter and just say, you know what? You guys have made your point. We need you back. We apologize. We won't do this again. And that's all they have to do. They realize that, you know, we messed up with our fans. We messed up with our customers. Sorry. That's all they have to do. If they did that, people would start buying Bud Light again. Immediately. They just refuse to do it. So, keep it up. Let them go bankrupt. Okay, uh, I, I, if you go to the website, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, you'll notice that... Uh, I put these next set of videos under Kamala-isms. That's not correct. These aren't Kamala-isms. This is just a press conference that Joe Biden had yesterday celebrating LGBTQI plus uh, poop emoji. And I got news for you. It was just really bad. And again, demonizing everybody. I, he had... It was It was bad. It was really bad. This is the kind of crap that the Republicans will use during their campaigns to make him look bad. So here he is. He, he decided to talk about it. And now he's talking about some of the bills that the Republican states are pushing. I believe 18 of them have pushed uh, the anti-transing of kids. And they made it illegal. Here he is making a comment about that. And of course, he says something that he really needs to stop saying because it's not true. And the fact that he's for transing kids shows us that it's not true. Listen. It's wrong that the violence and hate crimes targeting LGBTQ people is rising. It's wrong that extreme officials are pushing hateful bills targeting transgender children, terrifying families, and criminalizing doctors. These are our kids. These are our neighbors. It's cruel and it's callous. Not somebody else's kids. They're all our kids. They're the kids that are, and our children are the kite strings that hold our national ambitions aloft. It matters a great deal. Okay, he's got to stop doing this. It's not selling well. First off, they're not his kids. And do you know, they're not all our kids. And the reason they're not all our kids is these people want to sterilize these kids by drugging them. They want to cut off their genitals and their tits. And they want to basically destroy their lives. 
at a young age. A normal parent does not do this. So therefore, they're not all our kids. They're my kids. They're my grandkids. Because I do everything I can to protect my grandkids. And again, the talk of the violence. What violence? Please give me an example. Because the only bomb threats that I see are by the LGBTQI plus poop emoji group. The only uh, that I'm talking specifically of Target. Uh, there's a there's a viral video out there where a trans kid, which is a boy, who says he's a girl, was yelled at by another a real girl, that sat back and said, "Get out of the bathroom." He beat the shit out of her. That's the violence we're seeing. The parents at a school board meeting in uh, California, in um, Glendale, California, was attacked by pro LGBTQI plus poop emoji. Antifa. And of course, they were Armenian. They were Hispanic. We talked about this, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. And by the way, they beat the crap out of Antifa. Yeah, these people were attacking. Don't, of course, I'm failing to remember the chick who thinks she's a guy who killed six people in Covington School in Tennessee and killed three children because of this LGBTQI plus poop emoji group. I don't want to hear. And meanwhile, there is no word of violence anywhere from the right. I'd like to see some of that violence, but there's none. There's none. Okay, well, and so, no, it, they're not your kids because you don't care about the kids. You want to sterilize them, you want to mutilate them. Okay, so... Here he is now, he decides to talk about, uh, in this section, he decides to talk about uh, how he's going to solve this problem. Okay, and this is what he's going to do. So he's got this whole thing here, the steps to solve all of the prejudice and racism against, or whatever, against uh, bigotry, against the LGBTQI plus poop emoji group. Here's, here he is. Listen. I'm announcing today a series of new initiatives that we're taking to protect the LGBT community. We're going to do this at the four out on the South Lawn. We're having Pride Day. We're going to have to postpone it because of the, the, the climate, because of the weather and the, and the pollution out there because of the fires. But uh, number one, we're going to strengthen the physical safety. Uh, dedicated resources, the federal coordination of Better Protect Pride celebrations marches, community centers, health care providers, and small businesses. <clears throat> Secondly, we're addressing the civil rights violations. A new coordinator to protect LGBT students from book bans, which make it harder for kids to learn and may violate their civil rights at the same time. We're also engaging in mental health and, and, and other supports, more mental health resources and funding to help families support their kids, new efforts to protect LGBTQ kids in foster care and steps to end the absolute end of LGBTQ homelessness. Congress has to pass, and I'm not giving up on this, just like they told me we couldn't get the Marriage Act passed. Congress must pass, must pass the Equality Act and send it to my desk. LGBTQ Americans, especially children, you're loved, you're heard, and this administration has your back, and I mean it. We are not relenting one 
single second to make sure that they're protected. You know what? The one thing I'd like to see here, first off, all this crap is supposed to be happening anyway. It is illegal to to discriminate. I don't know where they come up with it that this is wide open and it's happening. I mean, there's no evidence of it. The other thing is, shouldn't he be doing all this with everybody? Not just LGBTQ people, uh, plus QI, plus poop emoji people? Shouldn't he be doing that with straight kids? Or, well, all kids are straight. It's, all that stuff comes later. But shouldn't he be doing that with everybody? No, but they're, they're victim groups. Okay, well, then things got, then he took some questions. And of course, these questions were amazing because they couldn't be any more scripted. As a matter of fact, this question, which came from a uh, PBS reporter, this question was so scripted, so scripted, it went viral on the internet. And the funny thing is, if you look at the video, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and look at the actual video. She is reading the question from her little notepad, and Joe Biden is reading the response. It couldn't be, these people can't even act their way out of it. So, just listen to the question. You don't need to even see the video. You know it's being, it's scripted. But if you see the video, you can see that these guys have no idea how to answer. So let's listen to this. All over the country, Mr. President, Republican-led states are passing laws, uh, passing anti-LGBTQ, anti-transgender laws that restrict rights and medical care. Intimidation is on the rise. This week, anti-LGBTQ protesters turned violent in California. And also recently, I spoke to the parents of a transgender girl in Texas who told me that they're afraid and that they're considering leaving not just their state, but the country. Sir, why do you think this is happening? And what do you say to parents like the ones that I spoke to, to those families who are contemplating leaving the country because they don't feel safe anymore? First of all, maybe quietly when we finish this, you can give me the number of that family and I will call them, let them know that the president and this administration has their back. And I mean that. Look, uh, as president, I was proud to end the ban on transgender troops in our military, sign the Respect for Marriage Act, strengthen the civil rights protections for LBGT Americans, and advance LGBT human rights around the globe. But our fight is far, far from over. But our fight is far, far from over because we have some hysterical and, I would argue, prejudiced people who are engaged in all what you see going on around the country. Way to demonize 90% of the population. Hey, you want to end LGBTQI plus poop emoji uh, prejudice or whatever? Do you know what the hint is here? Just leave the kids alone. Hey, no one cares if you want to dress like a woman. No one cares if you want to get your balls cut off. Nobody cares. Just leave the kids alone. That's it. And by the way, that whole story about the little girl in Texas wanting to leave the country, that's bullshit. That's not true. She would have been on CNN and MSNBC and ABC and NBC and CBS and interviewed by Reuters and the AP. Again, you see, you see how this works? 
and all she needs to be told, well, then go to California. They allow it. Go to New York. They love it. Heck, in California, they'll cut off your tits tomorrow. That's another story that we're not going to get into today. But all this crap... Ugh. Okay, now, one other question that Joe Biden faced, and this is a big one. Um, the FBI apparently released a memo that states that Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe and actually... It comes up to about $10 million, but I haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to talk too much about it, from the Ukraine in order to allow the business, which is called Burisma, the business to continue moving forward, even though it was completely corrupt, and Hunter Biden was on the board. Okay, so Burisma was being investigated by uh, by a an attorney. Joe Biden went over there and had that attorney fired. Now we know this is a we know this is the case. He is on the record. He is on television saying it. Okay. Matter of fact, you go to Twitter; it's all over again. Where he said how he got this this attorney fired. Now we're finding out that oh, there's substantial evidence that he received five million dollars. And that his family received an additional $5 million. So it was about $10 million to get this attorney fired. What's that called? That's a bribe. So he's asked about this. And he's asked about this. I don't know. I'm sure it was a conservative outlet that asked this. But this was a pretty straightforward request. Let's listen. The bribery allegation. Congresswoman Nancy May says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, you know what's really messed up about this whole thing is Joe Biden, we've known for ages he's corrupt. We've known this from when he was a senator. The guy is, does not become worth $20 million by being a politician for 50 years. That's not what happens. His son, we already know, is a complete degenerate. And yet Donald Trump is supposedly going to be indicted on seven charges for espionage. He announced that yesterday. Now, again, we're not going to talk about it until we actually see the indictments. But the fact is, Donald Trump, they've been going after. The guy's been impeached twice. And they never could hang anything on him. Ever. And yet they still are going after him. We'll talk about that because, it's, of course, there's always the comparisons. Like they're going to go after Donald Trump for holding some documents in a locked cabinet that was approved by the Secret Service and the National Archive. But they're not going after Hillary Clinton, who bleached bit uh, 30,000, 60,000 emails that she illegally had in her home and ended up on Scott Weiner's or not Scott Wieners, but Anthony Wieners' laptop, the pervert who was screwing around with the uh, 13-year-olds, they're going after him? This guy, there is credible evidence that he is actually corrupt. And this is the flippant answer he gives. Where's the money? The money's been laundered, dumbass. It's probably in one of your three mansions. We know, but... 
they've got bank records, they've got information. And the FBI, even though they're not cooperating, they're beginning to because they're getting too much pres- uh, pressure from the Congress. Where do you think these documents came from? I can't wait to see when they start turning over these documents and they're heavily redacted. What's going to happen then? But to be so flippant, he is so comfortable that he can do, he's above the law, that he can do whatever he wants and nothing will happen to him. I got news for you, people see this. He is not above the law. And this is not going to be a good, and his reaction, that's not good either. Okay, let's get to the more story. Let's get to the next story, excuse me. <coughs> this is the typical response uh, that Democrats have whenever there's a tragedy out there. Even if they go out and they themselves have caused the tragedy with their through their short-sighted policies. This time the problem comes from the overgrowth of the forests in Canada. Justin Trudeau, who's the president of Canada, decided that this was proof of climate change. Not his crappy policies to let the forests grow, but that climate change is causing the problem, or the climate crisis, whichever you want to say it. And in other words, in, in, in order to solve this problem, he needs to raise taxes. Go figure. So this is from the post-millennial. And the post-millennial did a story here, absolutely vicious. The Trudeau government continues to insist that wildfires in Canada are a direct result of climate change. This is despite indications that forest management, or even arson in some cases, could have played a role. By the way, uh, the fires were caused by arson. They just, now they're investigating arson, they found them. And it's not one spot that these fires started, it's multiple spots and they all started at the same time. So arson is now the primary, the chief suspect in what caused these fires. Continuing, Trudeau has suggested that another hike in the carbon tax is going to help stop those fires, as though Canadians paying more for energy will ease the smoke grounding planes as far as New York City and Washington, D.C. Despite Trudeau and his environmental minister's assertion that wildfires are simply another catastrophic consequence of the public refusal to do penance to the climate region, religion, despite the fact that it's basically impossible to prove a casual relationship between climate change and wildfires. As a matter of fact, uh, we've talked about this before. There is no casual relationship between climate change and wildfires. There is a casual relationship between nature and wildfires. Okay. Trudeau tweeted this. We're say, in a, what I mean by that is, because I did talk about this earlier, is that nature will shut down, will cut down overgrown forests. It'll do this either through lightning strikes or whatever. It's going to take down these forests. It's done it in California. Of course, now we know that, oh, this is probably not climate change that did it. This is probably an arson. Trudeau tweeted, quote, We're seeing more and more of these fires because of climate change. These fires are affecting everyday routines, lives, and livelihoods, and our air quality. We'll keep working here at home with partners around the world to tackle climate change and address its impacts. Yeah, just, you can never let a good crisis go to waste. This is nothing but a power play. Trudeau and his government have effed up, 
and that means that they are they need more power and more money. That's what they're they're trying to convince people. You know, and, and we're doing it here too. Every time someone farts, it it it's climate change. I mean, we're causing climate change because we eat. This is the bullshit these guys are pushing. There's just a few more problems, though. And this is what the article brings up. I mean, mind you, the article brought this up before we even had evidence that this was all arson and man-made in the first place. First, the forest management issue. The article states, poor forest management based on misguided view that forests should suffer no human interference and will just stay healthy, pristine, and fire-free without man's touch is also the likely culprit. Many have claimed that this is the cause of California's summer blazes as well. Absolutely is. Like I told you yesterday or day before yesterday, whichever it was, um, the shrubbery where I hike is now over 10 feet high. You're just asking for a fire. This used to, this this stuff used to be cut down. They don't cut it down anymore. Okay? Remember, Donald Trump went to California during the wildfires. And Newsom kept screaming climate change and Trump said, "Well, uh, did you what kind of forest management do you have here? Did you bother cutting down any of the trees, any of the shrubbery, any of the brush to prevent these fires?" And Newsom was completely taken aback. He didn't know how to answer. Because the answer is no. And finally, the second part, which the article brings up, and now we have proof that it's probably happening, is arson. Arson is nothing to do with climate change. You got some nut job who went to, I guess he went to five or six different spots and started fires. So you've got a you got a firebug out there. And they said one of the suspicions, the reason they're suspicious about this, is that all these fires started at exactly the same time. See, it's not one big forest fire. And by the way, how big is that forest fire? Nine million acres. Yeah. So, there we go. But that's what Democrats do. Take power. Use it. Anything we can to use for power. Well, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get through all of the stories, but I'm going to get through the main ones. And this is a story I cannot skip. It, it's, it's a big deal. Um, so if you want to go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, there's not a lot of commentary on the, the final two stories that I'm not going to cover. Uh, but, but you'll get the idea once you read them, if you're interested. Uh, the Southern, so this story is big. So the Southern Poverty Law Center has found that the source of white supremacy and domestic terrorism, they found what's causing all this. It's Mabel the soccer mom. That's who's causing this. So let's let's go. This is directly from the Southern Poverty Law Center's website. Mom for Liberty Moms for Liberty is an anti-government organization founded in 2021 by former Florida school school board members Tiffany Justice and Tina Deskovich. Current Sarasota County Florida school board member Bridget Ziegler was also a co-founder. She has since left the group, leaving Justice and Deskovich at the helm. Moms for Liberty and its nationwide chapters combat what they consider the woke indoctrination 
of children advocating for book bans in the school libraries and endorsing candidates for public office that align with the group's views. They also use multiple social media platforms to target teachers and school officials, advocate for the abolition of the Department of Education, advance a conspiracy propaganda, advance a conspiracy propaganda, and spread hateful imagery and rhetoric against the LGBTQ community. So what is this group that they're calling a terrorist organization? This group is a group of parents that don't like the CRT indoctrination, the indoctrination of um, uh, the uh, radical gender theory indoctrination. They don't go for any of that. So what has this group decided to do? This group has decided to go out there, vote people out of office, vote school board members out of office, and start playing videos on social media from places like Libs of TikTok and things like that of teachers promoting this crap in the classroom. That's what they're doing. This is a terrorist organization. They say they're an advocate for the abolition of the Department of Justice. In other words, they don't want the public school system anymore. They are also for um, going out and letting parents pick what schools they send their kids for to. They're also against the National Teachers Association because they think that these, the school, uh, the teacher unions are corrupting the schools, which they are. Now, let's take a look. There are some things. They've got evidence, right? And basically, the evidence that the Southern Poverty Law Center has is um, just what the people say because they don't have any like evidence of them doing violence because guess what? They're not doing violence. If we wanted evidence that there's violence, we'd have to go to the left side because the LGBTQ, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, they're the groups that are doing violence. Can't do that. Okay, and by the way, those are not terrorist organizations, according to the Southern Law Poverty Law Center. Now, this is a big story. I This is a big story, and there's a reason it's a big story. Okay, we'll get to that in a few minutes. So here's some of the things they've said, and I'm only covering a little bit of it. So if you want to, you can read a bunch of the quotes or just go to the website. They'll tell you. So here's Tiffany Justice. This is what she said in 2022. The K-12 cartel, also known as the National Teachers Union, met and drafted a proposal to replace the word mother and birthing per- with birthing person. This is an insane and insulting this is insane and insulting to every mom in America. But don't worry, relief is coming. Because as the teachers union pushes an agenda focused on everything but educating our children, American parents are rising up, taking back our school districts and putting the focus back on educating our children. To be, to be clear, you will not be seeing Moms for Liberty rebranded as birthing persons for liberty anytime soon. That's evidence that this is a terrorist group. Everything she said there is true. Everything she said there is true. And how does this justice um, prove this? She just basically replays what these teachers are doing in classrooms. Now, she's not saying let's go out and, and burn a teacher up. Let's not lynch teachers. What she's saying is we're going to vote you out. 
We're going to take back the school districts. We're going to put parents on the school boards, which, by the way, is the first thing they should be doing. Why these school boards are filled with people that don't have kids in the schools. As a matter of fact, a lot of the teachers' boards, the kids that they do have are in private schools. They're not actually in the public education system. So that's one example. Here's another one. Gender dysphoria is a, this is from uh, Melissa Bosch, Missy Bosch. She's a head of one of the chapters. Arkansas is the chapter she's in. Gender dysphoria is a mental health disorder that is being normalized by predators across the USA. California kids are at extreme risk of predatory adults. Now they want to, quote, liberate, end quote, children all over the country. Does a double mastectomy on a preteen sound like progress? Okay, question for you. What's bizarre about that? What's out there about this? This is what the schools are pushing? She doesn't mention, of course, the sterilizing drugs they're giving to these kids. But what is bizarre about this? All of that is true. And by the way, now they want to liberate our children all over the country. How do we know this? Because we they're showing videos of it. Okay, let's get to this one. And this one could be taken the wrong way. This, again, is by uh, Melissa Bosch. If I had any mental issues, they would have been plowed down with a gun by now. Okay, that could be a bit extreme, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all. The reason it's not extreme is, what would you do to protect your kids? Anything. She's even saying, if I had any mental issues, I would shoot these people. She's saying, in other words, she's saying that I don't have any mental issues, so that's not going to happen. But but the fact of the matter is, they, they, they said, see, violence, violence. No, she's saying she's not going to do that. And then we'll, we'll look at one more. Children are confused. This is by Eulalia, I can't even pronounce that, Jimenez. So you can tell just by the name, this must be a white supremacist. Eulalia, Eulalia Jimenez. Okay, from Miami. So she's probably Cuban. The children are confused. Because of these insane agendas they are be, that are being shoved down their throats, even the shooter, what an 18-year-old transgender boy trying to be a, what, an 18-year-old transgender boy trying to be a girl? So she's talking about the Uvalde, she's talking about the um, shooter in Nashville. And by the way, they said spreading disinformation about the Uvalde shooter. No, she's talking about, and they don't have a date here. So they're bullshitting you right off the bat. She's talking about the shooter in Nashville. She's not talking about the Uvalde shooter. She's talking about the trans shooter in Nashville. This is what's so crazy about this. They're even lying about their evidence. The, the, the shooter in Texas had nothing to do with gender. He was just a nut job. Now the shooter in Nashville, that person was a nut job too, but it was also a trans nut. This is their evidence. This is their evidence. Now, again, the Moms for Liberty, not the only group that was listed. Okay? There were 523 other groups that were brought in. 
They included a bunch of parent groups, a bunch of anti-CRT groups, critical race theory, a bunch of anti-teacher union groups, a bunch of anti-illegal immigration groups, Christian groups, anti-LGBTQ poop emoji grooming groups. They also include they also added conservative Republicans such as Marjorie Taylor Greene, Ted Cruz. They added Tucker Carlson. And just to make sure that everyone knows, they added the Border Patrol because they're a hate group. By the way, no evidence of violence from any of these groups. None. Only things they have said that they don't agree with. Not necessarily that the things they said were bad or wrong, but they just didn't agree with it. And only conservative groups. Only conservative groups. Groups that, I I mean, we're not even talking all these people are conservatives. They could be moderates, for Christ's sake. A lot of them could be Democrats. Because we're now finding Democrats don't buy this shit either. You know who's not included in these groups? Groups that actually do violence. Black Lives Matter. The New Black Panthers. The Islamic Brotherhood. Antifa, the one headed by uh, Louis Farrakhan. The Antifa. None of those groups are terrorist groups. None of those groups are domestic terrorist groups. None of those groups are extreme groups, according to the Southern Southern, uh, Poverty Law Center. Now, Honestly, this would not be a big deal if it weren't for the fact that the institutions and government bureaucracies review this group's list to determine who to deal with and who not to deal with. In fact, the government, our government, the Biden administration itself, is not only looking at the information that they provide, they're advising them. According to another article by the Post Millennial, The Southern Poverty Law Center's Director of Intelligence Project, Susan Cork, met with the White House in January 2023, who recently added Moms for Liberty, Parents Defending Education, and other parent organizations to its hate map. According to the White House visitor logs, Cork met with National Security Council Counterterrorism Director John Peccarelli, the Free Beacon reports. The, quote, hate group, end quote, designation puts parent organizations in the same boat as neo-Nazis and Ku Klux Klan member, uh, members. Kind of hard to take this group seriously when they're so partisan, they're getting advice from one side of the, the aisle. You didn't see them going to Ted Cruz or Greg Abbott or Ron DeSantis for advice. They went to Joe Biden. Absolutely incredible. So much for their objective journalism. Okay, I hope you have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. God bless you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.